Well, happy, happy day. How are you? You look great. I mean that. My gosh. I don't know what made you decide to wear that today, but it works. Uh, I don't care what anyone says. It works on you. Happy midweek. If you're listening live on the 11th of the 11th month of 2020, it's Veterans Day. Yes. Happy Veterans Day. Actually, I mean that. Happy Veterans Day. And if you're a veteran, thank you so much for serving and doing what you do and or did for this country. And because of that, the national parks have free admission. So what more? I mean, what more do you need in ways to celebrate than being able to get into a national park for free? Am I right? Yeah, I'm right. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. All right, before we get into, I've got, man, I've got two or three really, (laughs) really fascinating stories today. So um, while I think about which one I'm going to start with, I'm not sure if it's going to be the strippers. I'm not sure if it's going to be the women that don't know where their body parts are. I'm not sure if it's going to be the uh, psych docs going in before the police. I'm not sure if it's another example of why you should never get your DNA checked. Uh, One of those we're going to start with. And we also have a hurricane that we need to be concerned about, especially those of you listening on the west, living on the west coast of the east coast of North America, I know, uh, you know, my old stomping grounds of uh, the west coast of Florida is uh, getting hammered now from Hurricane Ita, and it is a hurricane now. It's just a hurricane, but and you, you say that it's just a hurricane. It's just seventy-five mile an hour winds. That's all. But it is uh, hammering the west coast of Florida, and it looks like it's going to make landfall Tampa Bay, north of Tampa Bay, somewhere in there. The cone of death has dropped down a little bit south, uh, more south than it was, so it's uh, you know closer to Tampa Bay. So if you're in that neck of the woods, be ready. I know it made landfall in southern Florida already and left you know damaging flooding behind and it's looking like it's going to do that again on the west coast of florida and it probably already is doing some serious damage so please uh, be safe in uh in the west coast of the east coast of north america my old stomping grounds of tampa bay and remember that if you're out stomping around you want to be out of pain right and that's why there's relief factor for some of us pain is a daily thing And yes, when I say some of us, I do mean some of us, including myself. Over 50 million people in America are going to miss work due to pain. That's an incredible number. And 66% expect to live the rest of their life in some pain. I would answer yes to that answer as well. Now listen, our brains are designed to remember pain inaccurately. I don't want to say your brain is lying to you. It's just making it seem like it wasn't as bad as it was. Like when, let's say, for example, if you were a young kid and you fell out of a tree house and hit your head on the side of a car door parked underneath the tree, and then you stood up all dazed and confused and then passed out on the sidewalk. 
and you remember how bad that hurt now i look back and i think that ah, wasn't that bad well that's because my brain is remembering the pain inaccurately but the one thing about pain that we love is that it goes away and that's where relief factor comes in okay we don't want the pain and uh relief factor can help you with that okay relief factor will make it go away for 1995 you can get a three-week quick start i know only 1995 get you started on a three-week quick start program 70 percent of you are gonna take take it and order more i promise you you're going to be in that 70 percent. it worked for me it works for me it will work for you it was designed by doctors and it's not a drug but it will help you get your life back it's based on 15 years of clinical practice it's got four key ingredients that uh, each help your body fight that inflammation it supports a healthy response to the inflammation and decreases the discomfort which is most important right relieffactor.com you can go to relieffactor.com or you can call 800-500-8384 get your life back with relieffactor.com relief factor go to relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384 get your life back with relief factor all right so um where should we start we might as well start with the good news. Good news from Oregon. So strippers of color in Oregon are eligible to receive federal COVID-19 relief funds thanks to a local sex workers advocacy group. Nearly $600,000 was made available in a grant awarded to the organization Haymarket Poll Collective with priority for black indigenous and transgender applicants now i would say that if i'm a stripper in oregon i and i'm not indigenous or black i am now a transgender stripper the grant i I want my money the grant uh is going to supply 75 sex workers with up to 600 dollars in rent assistance 500 dollars toward utilities and 150 dollars for internet 200 others will be given a bag containing coronavirus protective gear a covid test gift cards and other medical supplies so i was going to say 600 grand uh 75 times 21 2250 uh, that's not six hundred thousand dollars so there's going to be some extra cash uh, laying around for the haymarket poll collective okay and i don't know how many how much a bag of of uh, coronavirus protective gear a covid test and gift cards and other medical supplies cost but I'm guessing there still leaves a little bit of cash in the bank account for the Haymarket Poll Collective. Now, uh, according to this, the sex work, like many industries during the pandemic, uh, was ravaged by government-mandated closures of strip clubs. Yeah, 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 it was. And and I like how they put the government-mandated. Yeah, it was government from your states, not your national government. But, you know, I digress. Uh... To boot, to boot, 
sex workers turning to the internet to compensate for their in-person losses have had to endure increased competition what are you kidding me there's more competition on the internet for sex workers huh not only has the industry been flooded with people looking for an easy income it had already shrunk in the number of spaces people can safely practice their work right right so times are tough times are tough now hopefully other strippers of color will be able to get some help around the country but for right now thanks to the haymarket pole collective in oregon some strippers are going to get some help and that's just good news that's just darn good news because Look, you don't want to have struggling strippers, you know, online or anywhere. Uh, you want them to be able to, uh, you want to be able to survive. And uh, I wouldn't want them to lower their price online to try to, you know, get more clients because of increased competition. But uh, hey, that's just me. So good, good for, for you, Oregonian strippers. And remember, if you're not a black or indigenous stripper, today would be a good day to identify as transgender. All right, so millions of women don't know where their vagina is located. Now, off the top of your head, you think to yourself, wait, what? Well, an estimated quarter of U.S. women don't know where their vagina is, according to a new poll conducted by One Poll. Uh, that's the name of the company, not the, it's not conducted by One Poll, it's connect, conducted by One Poll. You know what I'm saying. Which found that 46% of ladies couldn't point out the cervix. 59% suggested a different body part when asked to identify the uterus. So they were shown a picture of, you know, the where the uterus, the ovaries, the cervix, and the vagina is. And they couldn't point it out. So on their own body, I'm guessing they could point out, hey, this is my vagina. I'm just guessing, though. <laughs> I mean, I... I don't know that for sure. I'm just guessing. One in 10 women passed the anatomy quiz. Good for them. And they were able to name the parts of the female reproductive diagram. That's good for them. Now, Intima, the Swedish women's health company that commissioned the study, got 2,000 women. And they wanted to hopefully reveal a critical gap in American education. And the fact that nearly one in four women in the survey misidentified the vagina and 46% could not correctly identify the cervix shows that we need to keep educating the public about how the reproductive system works. Yes, it certainly does, doesn't it? Now, I got me thinking about what is Intima. Now, Intima, the Swedish women's health company, they create a product that helps women through their time of need with something called the Ziggy Cup. And it is made with medical grade silicone and it's a menstrual cup. Okay. And it can re 
reduce your period's overall carbon footprint if you're concerned about that. So according to this, 20 billion pads, tampons, and applicators get dumped in North American landfills uh, over over the course of a year. Wow. That does seem like a lot. So the Ziggy Cup and some of their other products will help you get through that. Just a side note that I went off on of trying to figure out who this company was and what this was all about. And according to this, uh, the menstrual cycle uh, was described as, uh, you know, detoxification, like a periodical body reset button, something that got rid of bacteria. A quarter of the responses described periods more approximately as the process a woman's body goes through to shed excess blood. Okay. Uh, it sounds like maybe some were confounded by the process. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, many uh, didn't understand menopause. Wow. Uh, and women are divided on whom to blame for their poor understanding of their own bodies. 36% said it was their teachers that failed. 28% resented the parents. You bastards. And 27% called for better public education standards. Yeah, because it's the, it's the teachers that failed you on knowing about your body and where things are on your body. That's the teacher's fault. So, so really, I mean, it's kind of misleading. Uh, you know, women do know where their vagina is. They just, when you look at a picture of the entire reproductive system, they're not, you know, exactly sure, you know, where the cervix is and the ovaries and the uterus. And, you know, they need to be educated better on their body. No question. But uh, when they say, don't know where their own vagina is located, kind of misleading. Kind of. news coming from New York City, which I hope is going to spread uh, across the country. Uh, medical experts, not uh, NYPD, was going to respond to 911 mental health calls. It's part of a pilot program. Don't get yourself all worked up. It's just two high-need communities. It's not the entire city. <laughs> uh, so Mayor De- Dingleberry, uh, de Blasio, announced that new mental health teams of emerg- emergency medical services and uh, mental health crisis workers will be dispatched through 911 to respond to mental health emergencies in two you know, high-need communities. One in five New Yorkers struggle with a mental health condition. Now more than ever, we must do everything we can to reach those people before crisis strikes. Well, thank you, Mayor. We appreciate it. For the first time in our city's history, health responders will be the default responders for a person in crisis, making sure those struggling with mental illness receive the help they need. That is wonderful. 
that is just wonderful. Now, I would like to ask what happens if one of these, uh, you know, mental crisis breakdown emergencies, you know, just happens to have, hey, you know, a knife or, you know, whatever. Now, they do talk about, uh, you know, the emergency situations involving a weapon or imminent risk of harm. The new mental health teams will respond along with NYPD. Oh, okay. Now, 65% of all operational staff in NYPD patrol precincts across the city have now been trained in crisis intervention team training. It's a state-of-the-art approach that continues to improve the way officers recognize and respond to behavioral health problems experienced by people they encounter. Okay, well, that's actually good. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. I'm happy with that. I'm not real sure that I understand why we need to have the medical EMTs on the ground uh, to go in before the police if we're training our police to be better prepared for those emergencies. Just uh, incredible to me. And, and, I, and I will, when, when something bad happens to one of these uh, counselors, it is, uh, it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be pretty, and it's another way for the police to get blamed if something bad happens, right? I just, uh, it's really weird. I know that some cities, one city uh, uh, is the shining example on the hill of this, and that's Eugene, Oregon. Now, Eugene is an interesting test, uh, test city since it's only got, I don't know, I don't even think they have a, 200,000 people in the city itself. It's the home of the University of Oregon. So, uh, you know, it's quite, I would say, a liberal city, a university city. Yeah, I know. And it's, uh, I don't know, 170,000 people, 180,000 people. So that's what a block in New York City. So good luck with that. I hope it works out for everyone involved. I do not just leave it at that. I hope it works out for everyone involved. And it actually is good news if more and more police are being trained to be better prepared for those situations. I'm all for that. Uh, all for that. Because if that will help in uh, less harm coming to the police officers and you know possibly less harm coming to the would-be criminal out there on the streets. Why, and I teased this story early on, why you should never get your DNA tested. Because you don't want to, uh, you don't want to have a family member who may have done something wrong be found out because of your DNA. Do you? Uh, a man who eluded homicide, I know it's just a joke, stop it. The guy was a murderer that I'm going to tell you about and he should have been caught. Okay, I got it. A man eluded homicide investigators in Washington State for nearly 50 years. A DNA match on a coffee cup cracked the, the cold case. Now he, uh, at 78 years of age, decided to kill himself. Or at least died of an apparent suicide uh, the other day. So, um, you know, he's wasn't going to go to jail. He was charged last year with killing Jody Loomis in 1972. Wow. And it was just a horrible, uh, you know, horrible murder. She'd been riding her bike 
to visit her horse at a nearby stable. She was assaulted and then shot. And they found, uh, and and she was assaulted and DNA was left on the scene. But no match was ever made at all. So, uh... They it was from on a hiking boot now, and they didn't know each other. So the police went back into it, and you know did the DNA test and started searching through the uh, the DNA testing from the uh, Washington State Crime Laboratory in 2018. A couple years ago, they were working with this. Uh, nano labs company and they were they put together a family tree of possible suspects based on the sample that they found off this victim's hiking boot and they narrowed it down to this guy miller and they started surveilling him which is you know okay and then he threw away a coffee cup. They get the coffee cup and the DNA matches up and they charged him with first degree murder. And so, you know, he was getting ready for the, the, uh, verdict and the trial. And he ended up, you know, apparently killing himself. Now, uh, you know, the, uh, they claimed when he was arrested, the presence of a newspaper, at his residence was uh, an odd coincidence Uh, a fair inference could be also drawn that the defendant was keeping track of the techniques that law enforcement was using to solve cold cases really because they visited his company that he ran with his wife out of their garage and they noticed a seven-month-old newspaper on the table with the headline about an arrest made in another cold case okay I mean, come on now. Come on. Now, I will say that the attorney uh, for him said, uh, we contest the integrity of the DNA evidence in the email. That was all ready to be contested. But now that he has apparently committed suicide, his guilt will be forever. He won't be able to... uh, prove his innocence in court probably wasn't innocent anyway but man does it make you think uh twice about giving your dna i mean do you want your family member to get caught because of you (laughs) i know i know stop it all right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink. Oh, desperately. Oh my gosh. So good. So, so freaking good. So Disney is uh, struggling. Uh, man, they're going to furlough a slew of employees as uh, the, I mean, the California theme park is still closed. There's a memo that went out from uh, Disneyland president Ken Potrock, 
Uh, he sent a memo to employees after nearly eight months, our parks and hotels remain closed. And while we have had some successes, like the opening of the downtown Disney district in July, shopping and dining coming soon to Buena Vista street and today's announcement that we will reopen Disney vacation club units. The recently released state guidelines puts us in limbo regarding a reopening timeline in the foreseeable future. We've already taken the heart-wrenching action of laying off thousands of our cast on both coasts. We expected to be able to open our parks in Anaheim, given our proven ability to operate with responsible health and safety protocols, as we have at all our other theme parks around the world. But unfortunately, this has not been the case. I mean, California issued guidelines that made it difficult for parks to reopen. Uh, they're only going to allow major theme parks to reopen if the parks county has lesser restrictions and less cases of COVID-19. But that's not going to happen. Good luck, God bless. I mean, they furloughed Disney. Wow. I mean, they furloughed 10,000 employees back in April. And now they are uh, furloughing more. And they furloughed some more during the summer. And now they're going to furlough some more there. And plus, I saw another story that they are struggling with the Disney Plus and the Verizon deal. Now, Disney Plus isn't, you know, I'm sure that Disney Plus is doing fine um, with their 60 million subscribers. But according to this story, um, part of that big launch of Disney was Verizon customers who signed up for the service got a free one-year promotion, Right. And that time is coming up soon. So Disney is starting to say, hey, uh, you Verizon uh, subscribers, uh, you're not going to cancel, are you? You're going to start paying for the for the subscription, right? Right. So about 15% of Disney Plus's total subscribers are the Verizon deals. I mean, that's that's a big number. And according to this, the Verizon group watches the service less than other subscribers. Wow. So that's not very good at all. Now, that's why they released the second season of Mandalorian. They're starting to launch other shows. And they had some of the new deal, another new deal with Verizon, right, which gave them more time. It wasn't a year, but it was more time. So good luck to Disney, man. They are, you know, a look. Disney will be fine. Okay. But hopefully, I don't know about the employees. Oof, that's a tough one. If you are listening to this podcast right now and you are not a subscriber to this podcast, I would like to ask that you become a subscriber. Um, most people around the world, but specifically people here in the United States, we don't like freeloaders. All right. We don't, uh, we don't mind if you're a subscription freeloader. We just don't like just freeloaders. So if you're listening to this show and you're just a freeloader, I mean, some people would probably be angry with you. So subscribe. Choose a platform. There's a plethora of platforms out there like iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, and many more. And you can subscribe to this podcast, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. That's all I ask. I, I, I personally don't feel like I'm asking too much, but you know, maybe that's just me. So go ahead and subscribe to 
chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher. And then, you know, if your platform allows you to rate and review and share, you can do all that stuff too. But first and foremost, just subscribe to the podcast. Thank you. All the other things will come along, the YouTube channel, the social media uh, accounts, all of that can come along for the ride, all right? But first and foremost, nobody wants to be, likes a freeloader, so become a subscription freeloader, okay? All right, there you go. And as far as I know, Blaze TV deal is still on under the blazetv.com slash jeffy j-e-f-f-y with the promo code jeffy j-e-f-f-y if you use that right now you're going to get $30 off a year's subscription to blaze tv I mean that's a pretty darn good deal now if you go there and it doesn't work that means they caught on so shh don't tell anybody just go there now and subscribe, blazetv.com slash Jeffy. Use the promo code Jeffy, and it's probably going to get you 30 bucks off for a year's subscription. If it doesn't, then they caught on and the deal has been pulled. I'm sorry. I can't do anything about that. But if you keep it on the down low and don't tell anybody and then just go there and do that, we'll be good, okay? So according to the magazine rack... Uh, J-Lo is demanding a cheating clause in the prenup to (laughs) A-Rod. She does not want him cheating, okay? She tells A-Rod, you cheat, you pay. She wants him to sign the prenup. If he cheats, 250 million bucks. Uh, That's a a pretty payday for uh, cheating A-Rod. Now, I would say if I'm A-Rod... I say the same thing to her. No problem. I'll sign your $250 million prenup, but you sign mine for $250 million too. You're just as risk-cheating on me as I am on you. I mean, kind of. But uh, good luck. Good luck. Boy, I bet you things are really good at the old A-Rod J-Lo house these days. Uh, oh, new news on the Free Britney campaign. As long as we're at the magazine rack, we might as well head over here. A little good uh, new news on the Free Britney campaign. Now, she wanted to kick Dad out. She's done with Dad. Doesn't want Dad to be part of her uh, part of her money anymore. And she went to the courts and said, I want Dad out. I want him gone. Okay? I don't want him part of my, part of my deal. Well... The court said, no, the conservatorship, that's fine. Uh, your dad can still be there. And uh, your sister's been the co-conservator uh, since 2008. And then a dad became the sole conservator in 2019 because her attorney resigned. And so she has Instagrammed that she's doing fine. She's afraid of her father, according to her attorney. And uh, the judge said, uh, oh, "No, uh, fine. I'm not going to suspend. Uh, I'm not going to suspend uh, Jamie Spears from his conservatorship. And you know everything's fine. But I'm not going to rule out petitions for his removal or suspension later on down the road." Now, Brittany says, "Hey, no problem. If he doesn't, uh, if he's not going to leave, then I'm not going to perform again." Uh, as long as he's in charge of my career, I'm not going to perform again. 
Oh, okay. Well, we'll see how that works out. Now, I will say that uh, since uh, Dad has been uh, part of the deal and, uh, you know, working the conservatorship, she's out of debt and worth about $60 million. Is that because of Brittany or is that because of Dad? I mean, Brittany's making the argument that that's because of her, right? And because she's been performing. I would tend to agree with that as well. Uh, because Brittany can never be broke, right? Not now. She puts out a new album and she's worth another $100 million, right? She goes back to Vegas and performs for, you know, six months, three days a week. And Vegas is going to pay her $100 million or more. So... Oh, yeah, probably more. A hundred million is probably nothing. Ooh, what's this about Katy Perry down here on the bottom rack? Uh, Katy Perry uh, tweeted, The first thing I did when the presidency was called is text and call my family members who do not agree and tell them I love them and I'm here for them. Hashtag family first. Call your family today. Happy Sunday with a heart. Katy Perry, that's so darn cute. She's a new mommy. She wants everybody to get along. She, you know, it's just so nice. And of course the loving people on her side of the aisle who she is, I mean, Katy is on their side. She is on the side of all you people, all you Biden lovers, all you Trump haters. She's on your side. They will all be for that too, right? Because that's what that's what Joe Biden is preaching. Let's all get along. It's a beautiful thing. He's going to be the president for both, not just the Democratic Party, but the whole nation. Right. So I'm sure all the people that follow Katie feel that way too right let's turn the page here as long as we're in the magazine rack oh no that's not the case truth is rich white people such as yourself were never at risk no matter who won this election to you this is more a disagreement of opinions to the rest of us this election was a matter of life or death so no i won't be calling my family to console them i refuse to bow down to my oppressors oh stop it I refuse to extend an olive branch to the people who don't think I, I should exist. No, that we think you should, you know, we, it's okay for you to exist. It's not okay for you to just shove your beliefs down our throat. Okay, I gotta stop. Oh, calm down. You can disagree on pizza toppings and TV shows, Katie. Not basic human rights and decency. <laughs> so as you can see, as you can see, uh... Everyone just wants to get along. Right? Right. Some headlines uh, in the news. Uber's new feature will let you reserve rides up to 30 days in advance and pick your favorite driver. I like that idea. Ultra Beauty uh, just inked a big-time deal with Target. Going to open stores inside Target locations. Wow, that's... That's interesting. And uh, I saw an email, a separate email come through for Spotify as they are buying the ad platform Megaphone for, according to this, $235 million. 
it's pretty good if you don't know what megaphone is it's where that's the platform that uh, podcasts podcasting companies use and they put out uh, the podcast and they add commercials and you can put commercials in and they track your podcast and they have information on uh who you know who's where the podcasts are being listened to and, and all that kind of information so i mean it's a pretty good uh pretty good platform and i'm guessing well worth 235 million dollars for spotify apple uh yesterday ended a 15-year relationship with uh with their product launched the virtual event called one more thing they released its latest slate of mac computers featuring the m1 chips their own chips so goodbye intel i'm sure they're still going their their deal is uh, you know still going to be with intel for a little while i don't know their contractual arrangements but apple's been teasing this for quite a while and now it's finally come true that they're going to be using their own chips instead of Intel. That's a big deal. That's a big, big deal. I know. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I guess uh, he's been, you know, Tim Cook has really been trying to, uh, you know, do that and invested a lot of money over the years. But I guess that means now that, uh, you know, the iPhone, uh, previous versions, apps developed for iPhones can now be used on Macs. New hardware includes the super thin MacBook Air, the new MacBook Pro with more battery life, the MacBook mini desktop. All right, good. And I guess the new Big Sur OS also drops today. Um uh, cool and today is a big shopping day for uh for the chinese uh it's a big shopping event day singles day i know i know maybe you could you know log on and uh, if you have access to uh you know the chinese internet maybe you log on uh they kicked off at 12:30 a.m local time consumers already spent 56.3 billion dollars and uh, this was created by uh, Ali Babwa, Ali 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 Babwa. That's Ali Baba. I got it. Jack Ma, Daniel Zhang, who created the, uh, you know, who are the heads of Ali Baba. Although Jack, I think, is retired now. Daniel may be too. Uh, called Singles Day, and the the date eleven eleven was picked because it looks like bare branches, single and unattached. Oh, okay. Well, isn't that cute? But, uh, you know, so we'll see how the, uh, I mean, they, they were ready for this, right? So get this. They already prepped for 3,000 chartered flights, cargo ships, and 3 million logistics workers, and 10,000 mobile lockers. So, I mean, if you don't think it's a logistical nightmare for these websites and what they produce and uh, the the commerce that they produce it most definitely is and it puts in new light you know that's what amazon does too right and that's why they have their own their own stuff now you see the amazon semis the mi trailers amazon airplanes amazon drones amazon cars because that's what they do and they deliver products to you it's just amazing and as long as i can order something on amazon and have it at my house 
in a day, I'm good. However, I will say that's starting to slip a little bit. This whole pandemic thing is really frustrating with products now. And, you know, what used to be a day is now a week for some products. And it's very, very disheartening. And I think we need to, we need to work on that a little bit there uh amazon and other companies as well walmart and sam's club how about we work on that whole thing about uh i order it and you deliver it a lot faster than what you've been delivering how about we work on that okay okay (laughs) we'll talk to you later now you go and work that out okay (laughs) okay good for you Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts. So I I read a story yesterday, and I don't know if it's true. I want to believe, <laughs> believe that it's not. But this story says Israel is now the country infected with, or the most recent country, in fact, infected with a new strain of the coronavirus that was first identified in mink farms in Denmark. So according to this, the World Health Organization announced last week that six countries, including Denmark and the U.S., reported new coronavirus cases linked to mink farms. Italy, the Netherlands, Spain, and Sweden are the other nations. Denmark instituted stricter procedures after the virus jumped from minks to humans. Since June, 214 human cases of COVID-19 associated with mink farms have been identified in Denmark, but only 12 cases were, be, were found to be a new variant of the novel coronavirus. Now, according to this story, the government has ordered the slaughter of an estimated 15 to 17 million minks in the country. <laughs> I can't believe that a country is going to sell. I mean, that's that's an industry and they're just going to slaughter these animals 15 to 17 million minks no the new strain according to this article known as cluster 5 may have decreased sensitivity to antibodies which could impact future vaccines although studies are still being conducted to verify this now three israelis who recently returned from denmark were diagnosed with coronavirus and it's believed that they may have contracted the new strain. They don't know that. The genetic sequencing on samples from the three, uh, they're waiting to get back. I just, I mean, we're just going to kill the entire mink industry in Denmark? I don't know how many minks, how many minks are there in Denmark? That's a good question. So I look up mink population, and the first thing that pops up is Denmark has now walked back the mandatory hey kill your all your minks so according they've backtracked according to now they are just recommending that farmers kill all mink <laughs> now they're talking about some of these they were already uh killing minks they were culling the mink farms already uh, unaffected with the coronavirus, they were saying that oh, it looks like we're going to kill them. There are more than 200 mink farms in Denmark, and they're ready to kill them all. Uh, just wipe them out. We don't want any more minks. So you can go. We'll breed some more. We'll bring in some more. But right now, 
Get out of here. I mean, there were more than 15 million minks in the country prior to the calls. And are you going to be able to kill every mink in Denmark? <laughs> I mean, are you sending out the mink police? Uh, probably. That's probably exactly what's going to happen. If you own a mink farm in Denmark, bless your hearts, uh, get ready to uh, kill your minks. Denmark, the home of the world-famous Copenhagen Fur Exchange, is going to be doing some uh, hurting. Uh, doing some hurting, having some hurting, be a part of some hurting. Uh, H-U-R-T-I-N-G. Because if you're going to start killing all these minks, wow. I mean, A, is it even legal? Can you, and B, is do we have to worry I mean, we've got millions of minks and a dozen people have come down with the coronavirus that they're saying is part of a coronavirus they caught from minks. And is it going to create a big enough panic that we've got a whole new strain, a whole new pandemic strain thanks to minks? <laughs> Do you want to take that chance or you just want to wipe them all out? Ah, let's wipe them all out. Ah, don't worry about it. Wipe them all out. So as I'm scrolling through the, uh, the internet on uh, social media, I come across a post that talks about things to ponder. And it's like a top 10 list of things to ponder. And I go through and I thought, you know, maybe I'll, yeah, maybe I'll share these with you just because it's, uh, you know, something to ponder. And you can bring this up with your kids at dinner or maybe you're sitting around uh, this weekend and you can bring it up and say, hey. I got some things for you to ponder. And uh, I will go from uh, 10 to 1. All right, the top 10 things you should ponder. Uh, number 10, why do people say heads up when you should duck? That's something to ponder. Uh, why are there no B batteries? I know. At a movie theater, which armrest is yours? Now, I'm not sure if we're supposed to actually ponder these because I would say that probably it's the right one unless you're sitting next to a left-handed person and then, you know, you'd have to wait for an empty seat to get back to all right-handed side armrests, right? Yeah, of course you would. You understand what I'm talking about. Why do British people never sound British when they sing? I don't know. And they, we find a lot of British people can sound more American, but Americans can't sound British. That's not in this, but it's just something else to ponder. Why do fat chance and slim chance mean the same thing? <laughs> just something to ponder. I just thought I'd give you the top 10 things here to ponder. Why do we drive on parkways? And park on driveways. I know. I know. That's seriously something to ponder. What was the best thing before sliced bread? Just, you know, again, we're just pondering here. Why are you in a movie but on TV? I think you know the answer to that one. Number two of in my top ten list of things to ponder... Uh, when do we press harder on the remote? Oh, wait a minute. Why? Not when. Why? Why do we press harder on the remote control when we know the batteries are getting weak? I mean, that's an easy answer. Duh, because it works. Hello? 
Uh, number one, the top ten thing of things to ponder. Uh, if the number two pencil is the most popular, why is it still number two? Oh, thank you. Be here all week. Wish I had a rim shot for you, but I don't really want one. I just know that a rim shot should should be there. Uh, why is it still number two? I know, crappy rib shot. But it was there for you, right? And I've already given you these ten things to ponder and to use and to share. But I'll leave you with this last tidbit of information that you can use at dinner or with your kids or, you know, straighten them out on a few things. Right now, the current population on the planet is 7.8 billion. Okay. And if you had to estimate how many trees there are worldwide, the most recent estimates say that there are about 3 trillion trees on earth. So there's about 400 trees for every person. I don't know if that's good enough. I don't know if it's bad. It sounds like it should be good enough. It sounds like maybe 400 trees per person should be okay. But you know what they say about plant. No, I'm just asking. You know what they say? I should just leave it there. You know what they say? But I'll let you, I'll tell you what they say, you know, about trees. Uh, You know, the best time to plant a tree was yesterday so you know plant one today is meaning behind that so I should have left it just that you know what they say alright so I'm gonna just pretend like what I just said didn't happen okay so I don't know if it's good or it's bad we just know that that means there's about 400 trees for every person And you know what they say. (laughs) 